You are so jealous of Beto right now. No, I'm not. I'm so jealous. Look, I've got. I'm going to text Beto that you're jealous of him. I've got a total bunch of followers. If you want to be on my Instagram, just pay me. No, not really. I'm going to send him a voice message. Actually, yeah. What are you going to say? I got it. I got it. You'll hear it. Hold on. Let me hear it. Hey, Beto, I'm doing cross super cross talk with Mason in Ireland and Cappy over here. Mason is super jealous super. that you are a golf influencer yes. now. Just letting you know. Go, okay? Beto! Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it, man. That's it. You three city Matty Beto. Appreciation. It is delivered. It is delivered. Now, right. I, I can't, I, now I'm, I'm appropriating Manolo's appropriation. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when did uh, Beto That's actually it. start golfing? When, or do you golf? I don't. He oh, does. Kaplan, do you golf? Uh, of course, I Captain had a, Golfs. What are you I, talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've I've been off. Listen, John, I've been in like a semi-retirement for a while. Oh, really? Hang around me for a while. I'll get you going. You'd be pretty disappointed. I mean, the guys at Mountain Gate are like, where are you? Uh, yeah, I'll get you going. I uh, Golf is the greatest, especially when the weather's like this. When the weather's like this, it's awesome. Well, right now, the weather's... It was a little hot over the weekend, I thought. Like, now, today is like a perfect... I day. play super early, so yeah. like when I tee off... doesn't really matter, right? Yeah, when I tee off, it's like 70. Mason yeah. is like in his third dream. What's the word that, that you use? Slugabed? Slugabed is an slug-a-bed actual word. Slugabed is an actual word. Somebody who is lazy and stays in bed too long in the morning. Right, John, so you, you eat play in every bed, day? You no, eat in bed. I try and play three times a week. You, oh. eat, you eat in bed, yep. and then you also stay in bed till like 10 in the morning. Correct. I yeah. do. There is nothing. That's a, you don't feel like that's wasting the day? Oh, no, my God, I could it's, never. It's, it's like you're in bed. You're so, put on, you put on Stephen A. yelling at people. You drink a little coffee. Or, or like this perfect. morning it was Patrick Beverly yelling it, at yeah, people. It was great. great. Um, but It was awesome. So... I, I'm with you, Mace. If I didn't have small children who get up very right. early, I wouldn't stay. Ten's a little too much, but I feel like 8.30 is like the perfect wake-up time. Because then I can wake up, so then at 9, I can watch Stephen A. yell at me, and I'm not as like freaked out about it. Like, I'm up for half an right. hour it first. It is a lot. It yeah. is a lot. So I got like Stephen a pregame to Stephen A. Yeah. A is Stephen A. comes on at 9 yeah. for me, right? Yeah, so yeah. 8.30, a yeah. little warm-up, yeah. then Stephen A. Boom. Yeah. Ready to roll. Are you guys watching Better Call Saul? No. No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm up to speed now. There's a new episode tonight. Yeah, but no I think it's tonight. been great. I think it's been fantastic. I had nothing to, last show. night. I was thinking to myself, wait a second. There's no winning time. Yeah, that's so right. The yeah, Lakers first time. I missed night. it. Yeah. You know, today cap is the actual day that Magic Johnson May 16th dropped 42 in the Sixers and won the title. So last yeah. week's winning time. Today's the anniversary of that. This yeah. is not the same day though that Mary Lou whoever lost her virginity. Had you ever heard no. that? Did you ever heard that story before? I had heard of it. I I heard that she has that that recall where she can tell you every day of every year, like what day of the week it was, what she ate, the whole thing. Mm. Thing is, we don't really have any way of really knowing if what she's saying is. But why would she make right. it up? No, she wouldn't. But I mean, still, it's it's hard to fact check. You know, why? What? What? Why are you attacking Mary Lou Henner? Oh, I'm not attacking. What do you have? I enjoy, what do you I enjoyed have that very much. It was a very nice bit, and it was very funny. And now <laughs> you're going after Mary Lou Henner. What happened to well, Mary Lou? Well, let me Mary ask Lou you Lou a question. She has Mace. the ability to tell you what she was doing on any day, exactly what she was doing and where she was. Like Sean McVay, basically. Yeah, for oh, for thirty okay. years back. I know every day. Last week, ask me last week. What'd you do last Wednesday? Slept in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ate dinner in bed. Play with, play with my bed. computer on the toilet. You know. <laughs> yeah. Really. Right. Those are the things I did. Yeah, I ate in bed. Mockery. Just mockery. Mace, I was surprised earlier you had the what i call the line of the day oh, oh really but wow, i wasn't that could sure be a whole was, bit morales can create like an open line of we the can day. get it sponsored well, it's, it's time for the line of the day but if it, if it happened on our show morales would hate it yeah yeah on your show it would be great take it away mace yeah <laughs> so what was this line of the day um it was during uh i'm trying to remember exactly how you said it but something along the lines of pigs you can see them any night in any bar 
Drunken and I was pigs. like, no, that was in reference to that was in during game of games when I drunken one, pigs. You can see them any Uber, night in any bar. Yeah, one right. of the Uber facts drunken was, pigs. You can see them any night in any bar. True, uh, <laughs> pigs can become alcoholics. Yeah, hard how, to believe. And you never actually detailed how they become alcoholics. I don't know how. From, I just fr- but what? fermented fruit. Is that what it is? Yeah. That's what it is, because they, they they eat a lot of fruit, and when they put it, you know, they have like the slop, slop, right, and, and it ferments bunch, a yep, little bit, and, and so the pigs become alcohol. drunken. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Yep. I actually that's really loved the game today. I loved it, Ireland. It was a good thing you weren't playing and you were running the game. Otherwise, you probably would have crushed. But oh, he would have crushed it. There was the whole story about um, can wild cats smell the cologne obsession? Calvin Klein's Calvin obsession. Klein's obsession. Yeah. Yeah. That, that one was true. And Mace, I thought for sure there was a line in there after what you said about pigs and bars. I thought there was a whole line in there about cougars coming after guys wearing oh, obsessions. Like, there you right, go. You're right. I, that's that's called the missed line of the day. Also right. sponsored. Hey, yeah. so <laughs> you get George. You heard what Patrick Beverly said this morning, and I thought I, did, I yeah. thought Patrick Beverly got himself a network TV job by how he handled himself this morning. He was yeah. very entertaining. He had that ability. To, no, I agree. He, I so I text one of the. Big time producers at ESPN Bristol this morning, and I and I I'll just read what you I wrote. He called me back, so I wrote to him. Hold on, just want to read it here. Here's I said, Pat Bev was great. He's a media star, and he yeah. called me back within two seconds to talk about what a great. Okay, so here's an yet. example of what Patrick Beverly said this morning when they were asking about Chris Paul. Phoenix laid a gigantic egg last night. Oh yeah, one of the biggest eggs in the history of the playoffs. And Pat Beverly pulled no punches when he was on this morning in Bristol. Here's what he said. True. He's not lying about man, that. CP can't guard nobody, man. Everybody in the NBA he know can't that. Guard, everybody can't know guard that. Anybody. What we call them? Cone. You know what you do with cones? <laughs> like when in the summertime, you got a cone. You make a move. What does the cone do? Stay still. Exactly. Yeah. He's a cone. Stop playing, man. Everybody right. knows that. Everyone knows that. <laughs> okay. Y'all don't want to accept it. Chris right. Paul so, is a cone. So this oh, was, that was God, and Patrick, Patrick Beverly went on all morning about it. Now, George, on, on the show you're on frequently, NBA Today. Yeah, Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes came that. back yeah. at Patrick Beverly. Here's what Matt Barnes said. Chris Paul is obviously going to take a lot of the blame. As Ramona said, and it's, as Chris knows, he didn't play well from games three to seven. He played terrible, and he'll tell you that. But what I want to touch on real quick, RJ, is the disrespect I saw from Pat Beverly earlier today. You know, as, as, as reporters, you know, as part of the media, we have a job to be critical. But I think there's a, a thin line between being critical and disrespecting. And I feel like what Pat Beverly did today to Chris Paul was completely disrespectful and out of the line. And Pat Beverly's talking like he's that guy. You're not that guy. Plain and simple. Chris Paul played terrible this year, and his numbers are still better than your career numbers have ever been. So I just think you have to understand, Chris is a 12-time All-Star. He played terrible. First time, all defense nine times, seven times first team all defense. He'll be a Hall of Famer. Pat Bev and I were similar type role players. They don't talk about us when we go. They're going to talk about CP3 when he's done. And I just think the disrespect we saw earlier today on the ESPN show need to be checked because he was way out of pocket. Whoa. George, what do you think? So I I love all of this, okay? It was another conversation I had with someone in Bristol. I love the Matt Barnes coming back at Pat Bev. It's also great. Now, I know that people in Bristol get freaked out about this stuff, the ESPN on ESPN. Now, Pat Beverly doesn't work at ESPN, so it's not ESPN on ESPN crime per se. Testing today. But they they get testy about this stuff. They don't want the stuff to go, like, back and forth amongst colleagues. But he's not a colleague he just happened to be a guest to mason's point i love it this is the type of stuff you want if you're espn yes. in my estimation you it's want very tnt you yeah you want the contentious nature of them going back and forth um and now i can't wait to hear what pat has to say the next time he's on anyway right right so i i think it's i think it's brilliant i think it makes all the sense is it disrespectful though um, I mean, if he yes. got right down to no, it, no, it, is, disrespectful. it is disrespectful yeah. but he is he here's right where he's right and here's where he's wrong yeah Chris Paul is not a cone. That's 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 exaggerated. 
what what I, I talked about this on Friday when Clinton was filling in for Cappy. Clinton asked me, why is it that Chris Paul is playing so poorly? And I said, they're making him work on the defensive end. Yeah. Which means, and they're putting, you know, going back to the Pelicans series, they're putting the best defenders on him as kind of like the head of the snake. So that's already tiring enough. And then Luca, who's 6'7", 265 pounds, is being guarded by a 5'11 guy who weighs 185 pounds. Like, that's going to tire you out at some point. And Chris Paul already has issues being worn down in a regular season into a playoffs. So this just made matters worse. So that's really the issue. It's not that he's not good at defending, although he's getting older, but they are wearing him down, and they wore him down. Cap, but you do know you what? find yourself agreeing more with Matt Barnes or more with Pat Beverly? Oh, with Pat Beverly. And, and by the way, it really wasn't about whether or not he's a cone or he's capable of defending or not. I just like that Pat Beverly shows up and goes, all right, look, I got the stage. They're putting me on with Stephen A. They're putting me on with Greeny. Okay, they're giving me the stage. It's not like the guy dressed up and went, you know, hey, I really got to do a professional job here. Yeah. Guy's wearing a golf shirt, you know, yeah. and, and he's leaned back and he's kicking back. And what I thought today, George, why you said your text, you know, why he's going to be a star is not purely just because of him saying something that could be perceived as disrespectful. How about the fact that he got right back up into Stephen A's face? Most people get intimidated when Stephen A has them on as a guest. Here's what? a guy who's a ball player who's like, Yo, um, you think you know, but you don't know. I'm to use your line. I'm in the league. He's back on first take tomorrow, by the way. And and I I think what makes JJ Redick and Pat Bev great on first take is that neither of them are afraid of Stephen A. They both right. go at yeah, Stephen yeah. A. all the time. Um, and, and look, I I just think this. Cappy just wishes he could do what Pat Bev did. Right, but it means right. more coming from right. a guy who's that, on the court. Right, right. it That's doesn't mean as much from Cappy. No, I mean no. But hey, wait a second here. <laughs> Hold on, yeah, <laughs> Cappy. Wait a second. Although you're, I'll tell you what, you're kind of the cone of the Sedano and Cappy. <laughs> oh, get out of here! You are kind <laughs> of like <laughs> a cone. Get out of here, cone. cone. You know that was Mason's nickname in the when he was in the Long Beach Grand Prix. Yeah. They called him the Human Pylon because all the other celebrities just did you just race around you? Friggin' Alfonso Ribeiro. Oh, did you beef? With Alphonse Ribeiro. Oh, oh no, he beat Ribeiro. Beefed with everybody because he, he he used to Kick win that ass, thing, man. and Mason just wanted to stay in the race. Ribeiro was such a jerk to deal really? with personally. I actually had to say to one of the instructors, you know what? Keep him off my ass because I am so pissed <laughs> off. I, I was so he was I like up in my face telling me how to drive. I'm like, I've got driving expert guys yeah. to do that. Yeah. I don't need uh, the guy from uh, Fresh from Funny Videos yeah. to tell yeah. me how to. Wow, drive. look at you. As opposed to him saying, well, maybe the guy from Sports Talk Radio needs more lessons. Well, and now they, the, I, I think the pandemic kneecapped the celebrity race. No, they, race. they got rid of the celebrity race. Oh, down, down in Long, Long Beach. Beach. Yeah, yeah. I was always Beach. very jealous of the fact that you did that, and Ugh. it's always been on my bucket list. Like, freaking Mason did that. It's like the coolest that. thing. It was, yeah. it was just, it was a life highlight. Yeah. Cappy did a whole road trip from Boise. 14 oh, yeah. hours. You Cannon, drove Cannonball Boise? run? Yeah. Total cannonball run. Yeah. Now, who's going to Boise? One of your kids? Yeah, my daughter. Yeah, so I, I What's she up studying there. up there? Is she at Boise State? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. What's she uh, studying? She's studying communication. No, no, psychology. psychology. Yeah, what good is that? No good. I, yeah, horrible. And I tell her, the, I'm like, what are you what's doing? The word? Just major like, in coding. Right. Everybody like, wants to do coding now. Coding or just major in business. That's all. Yeah. Just understand how to run a spreadsheet. That's all. What would you tell your kid to major in right now, Sedona? Well, my my uh, eight year old she um, she loves coding. She goes to like coding classes. To me, no that's way. like super smart. No yeah, way, for do. real. That's what we're, just yeah, that's what we're just saying. Yeah, yeah, she's been doing it for like almost two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, she knows she how to build like games. Little, I mean, they're easy games, but she knows how to build games. You may have a job for her, George. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, another app. No, not another two. app. Sided. Well, no, I don't Electric need Electric Boogaloo. Still sided. Yeah, yeah. I still sided, but <laughs> but we are. But you know what? We may be looking for a new coder here. All of a sudden, we need a full stack developer. <laughs> Sounds like she's Mason, ready to go. Well, Mason is really laughing at that. One. Sided to Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> is awesome. It's, I awesome. I have been doing this cross talks with you for like seven years now, and I, that might be the best that reaction was, I've ever gotten. That was a great line. That was a great line. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. So uh, tomorrow we got Joe Madden with us from the Angels coming up. Wow, next you for got you. a guest? Yeah, Dude, we, we have Otani tomorrow. Bergman, what Bergman happened? To you? We have Otani tomorrow. Off. He's slipping. He's oh, slipping. So you know, you know, yep. I, you know what? I love the best line of your show today when I was driving in. Mini boss. Mini boss. Oh, yeah. yeah. Love mini boss. Like, like a mini bar. You, you know when you're like in a video game in like Mario Brothers and like, you know, there's like 10 levels? He's like level one boss. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Right. Well, you got to get mini through boss. me to get to the big boss. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sedano and Cappy coming up next for you, 710 ESPN. Do da da ding, bing ba da bing, but dig 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 a doon da da da, ba da da da. You know that music starts to play, George, and then all of a sudden, like it comes out of me. You know what I mean? Like it just happens. Me sitting here thirty seconds ago, like twiddling my thumbs, you know, thinking about something else, and then the music hits. Ba da da Let's do this. Let's I mean, go. coming out of you like when you eat something bad and then it comes out of you, or like what the different kind of come just, out. I of know you? it's just like just like this burst of energy, man. Ah, you know? I see. It's like this. It's like the curtain opens the stage. I come running out on stage. There's twenty thousand people going absolutely insane, and I just bump, 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 bump. There's only like three people in here. I don't know what you're talking about. Twenty thousand people. Well, four. I, I'm sorry. I see, I see someone back there. Josh the I back see there it, too, George. So. It's just the way I see it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, why? How the hell do you not understand scheduling? Is my question to you. That is an inaccurate description of what took place earlier today. Uh, okay, Lindsay. Well, what what do you mean by inaccurate, Cap? I mean, I asked you early this morning, did you know the schedule this week? And I was unaware that we were going to be airing the Eastern Conference Finals. Thought we were just going to air the Western Conference Finals. Oh, yeah, that's true. And I said, to which I said, why would we only air the Western Conference Finals? To which I said, because I think that people who are Laker fans probably care a lot more about the Western Conference Finals. Oh, I disagree. Yeah, you think so? I, I disagree. I think that Laker fans have a real rooted interest in the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Yeah, they're hate-watching the Celtics. Yeah. Simply because of the Celtics. They don't. Let me tell you something. There is yeah. not one person who wears the purple and gold that wants the Laker, or excuse me, wants the Celtics. Forget about getting to, they don't want them to get to the finals, let alone actually get to the finals and win. Like, they don't want them there. So right now, every Laker fan should be like, you know what? Pat Riley's a Laker. We should be rooting for the Heat because we don't want the Celtics to even get to the finals right now. And God forbid they beat the Heat and get to the finals. Then they really have an interesting conundrum on their hands because, you know, it's, it's, you can sit here and say, ah, you can kind of twist yourself into a pretzel and say, oh, Pat Riley's a Laker. Of course we can root for the Heat. But if it's the Warriors or even the Mavericks, like you're, I mean, I think you picked the lesser of two evils there and you're still rooting for whoever's playing the Celtics in that spot. Well, it's going to be either the Mavericks, you know, uh, listen, it, it, it's going to be them or Golden State. It's not. It's it's one or the other. So so be prepared. Well, no, they can lose to Miami. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying somebody's going to come out of the West. One of those two teams right. is going to come out of the West and right. have but a shot. Right, but it doesn't matter if the Heat come out and beat the Celtics, then Laker fans are happy. Then it's all over. But anyway, the point is, is that I didn't know that we were airing the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, I thought but, we were but only I have airing the, text, the Western Conference. So I, Lindsay has shown me the text here. Let me hear. Where you're saying... Um, oh there's a pregame show at 5, so the question is, are we on 4 to 5 on Wednesday and Friday? And she said, waiting on Greg to send the official schedule, but we aren't, we are taking the net, we aren't taking the network pregame, so likely, uh, 4 to 5, 4 to 4, excuse me, 4 to 5, 30, Wednesday and Friday. ECF games start at 5 p.m. WCF games start at 5.30, uh, p.m. And then your response right after that. She, what do you, what does ECF stand for? Uh, Eastern Conference Finals? Correct. Okay, I just want to make sure. And then, sure. and then WCF? Uh, wrestling? No, no. Uh, oh. Western Conference Finals? Correct. Okay. Correct. And then your response, after she literally wrote, ECF games start at 5 p.m. and WCF games start at 5.30 p.m., do we air Eastern Conference and Western Conference? Literally, after she wrote that. Like, I'm not even making this up. True, but I want to say one thing. Sometimes when you receive a text and somebody hits you with a text text, okay, it's not a text. I'm hitting you with a bam, bam. Like a one-two? Right. Like in a boxing match, like a jab, like punch, you know, yeah, like something but, like that? Right. Like a so, combination? And sometimes what happens is the first text gets hidden by the second text. So I didn't see the first text waiting on Greg, blah, 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 four, five. Listen. Hold on a second. Wait, but, we, but wait a second. Even yeah. if you only saw the second text here, though, okay? Like, let's let's look about. Let's look at this, okay? Even if you only saw the second text, the second text text right. says ECF games start at five p.m. Right, and I was confused that we were going to air the Eastern Conference Finals, so that was just getting confirmation. Do we air Eastern Conference and Western Conference? And she says, reread my last text. Right, now, hold on. Now, 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 now wait now, a second. Let me you, ask you a question. I just want to say you've created a much bigger issue here this afternoon. I want I, you to know I, this now. I have. Okay. The, 100%. Yeah. I feel like opinion. we've done a hell of a good job promoting the Eastern Conference and Western Conference finals on this station. We sure have. But I'm going to tell you something, George. When we text as a group and everybody's in, the whole mishbucha is in on the group text, to me, that is on-the-record texting. Well, no, she just showed me now, so I could see the conversation that we were having. Well, she clearly talked to Chris about it earlier. Now, there's a violation of trust. I didn't even talk trust. to Morales today. Come no, on. I told him. I texted him. I said, you got to get in on this right now. Like, you got to right. create the open a, about this. It could be a serious violation of trust here, you know. Well, no, what happened, Cap, was I was talking to Sedano when these texts occurred. And so that's how it happened. And then I was like... Oh, you know how Cap does that thing where you say something and then he literally asks you the same question immediately after you say that? <laughs> yes, I'm very familiar and with then, that, actually. Yeah, and you I was like, like, he earlier? just did that. And then I sent him I sent him the text because I was like, this is so funny. And he's like, oh, that's great. That's, you know, typical Cap. We got to, you know, he didn't even say anything about Morales, but he's like, we need to talk about this All on right, the show. Well, well, let me tell you something. So it's nothing, believe... nothing malicious, Cap. Okay, well, I just want to know. I mean, listen, there, there's an on-the-record texting group and then there's a private texting group, I believe. I believe that anything you want off the record, you better do it on a phone call. Okay. Well, or you have to say off the record. New rules. New rules. <laughs> new rules. This is not. This is not on the record. This is just a question. Do I we mean, air but the then Eastern you're going to take everything off the record, and what are we going to have fun with? Yeah, that might be true too. Yeah, that might be true too. Um, so anyway, I, I, I. Now I would ask Taylor, um, but he's like a Sacramento Kings fan, aren't you? I am. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for remembering. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like this, this is kind of a tough spot. Like. 
Are you even like happy that Mike Brown is going to be your coach? Like, I, I thought he should have been. He might have been fired actually before he even coached a game the other Sacramento day. Sacramento gets a new coach every year. So that, I'm kind of yeah. used to it. I guess that's fair too. Yeah, um, that is try true. Him out for a while. Do, Welcome aboard, by the way. Trade a lot Thank of coaches you. in and out. I've only actually talked to him. I've never actually seen him face to face. What do you think? Not bad. I got to okay. be honest. You're a handsome kid. Appreciate you know, that. George, I'm glad you're saying this because earlier today I was uh, out walking the dog a little bit and it reminded me <laughs> that uh, Laura told us that she was going to work the early show today yeah. with Travis and Slee. And she's like, well, Taylor's going to be in. And I didn't want to say it out loud until you just did, so now I'm happy to. I'm like, I don't think I know Taylor. Yeah. Do you know Cap? I mean, I've spoken to him like this before, but that's that's pretty much it. Do you know? Yeah. Do you not remember not not you know speaking to him? Yeah, Kevin? no, no, no. But I mean, like we don't know each other. Like, right. I mean, he's like the one last guy at the radio station that over the last. Oh, call, I don't two know about the one years, last guy. I feel like there's probably more people here that you don't. Know. I don't know, man. I feel like Come on you know, in, we, Cap. we've gotten everybody. I mean, listen, don't feel bad. Mason doesn't know people, and he's been here for twenty years. That's true. I mean, Mason could not meant if I put a lineup of people. From the back of this uh, office, like mm-hmm. just in front of him, and I asked him to name their names. There is no chance he would get any of them. Think he knows who like Tommy is? He knows Tommy. That's, he knows who Carlo is. Tommy is a management person. Carlo is pseudo management, I believe, as well. Okay. Yes. Pseudo management. Right. He's like Greg, though. You know, like mini boss. Like mini boss, you know? right? Yeah. Like a mini yeah. bar, yeah. mini boss, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's that. Um, but yeah, like so. Don't feel bad about that. That's totally again. Mason's been here forever. And he doesn't know Taylor. What's going on, dog? How are you today? I'm I mean, doing well. Uh, they didn't ask Laura on Travis and Slee this morning, so you can ask Taylor if you want. Find oh, out yeah. Steal their bit. I mean, it's not our thing, though. We yeah. already have full of cap that we're trying to execute. It's right. Con- I mean, they have factor cap, which is kind of ridiculous. We have cap. Why are they using cap? Right. You know. So I mean, you guys actually, because you're part of the show. They beat you to it. Yeah, they did. It, smart move by them. Uh, all right, so let me ask you a quick question here, Cappy. Yeah, go ahead. Um, what do you not understand about our schedule now? Just real quick before we move on. So now, now here's what I I know. We're on today, full show four to seven. Yep. Tomorrow though, shortened show, Eastern Conference Finals, on the air till five thirty. Correct. I will be on the road doing the show with you. Which oh okay great you and me together I was hearing rumors that Beto Duran the golf influencer was filling there in. may be days one because I'm doing the Western Conference Finals on ESPN Radio so when you listen to the games here on 710 ESPN on the West games you will hear me as the sideline reporter so you're going from radio show right into game broadcast well on those days it may be more challenging it just depends on my responsibilities but you will probably do the show with someone else those days and I will just jump on when i'm ready up until the game broadcast okay very yeah. good wednesday though four to six because that's the western conference finals game one correct so we'll leave so you tomorrow right up it'll be you and me till five thirty, and okay, then right. we'll throw it over to hopefully the heat beating those crappy stinky celtics yeah i mean listen i mean uh, listen this whole next two weeks the motto of this show should be one thing do you know what that is well, uh, the way you've been starting off today, talking about the Celtics and knowing the championship history of the Celtics and our Lakers who couldn't even make it to the play-in this year, I, I have a strong suspicion of where you're headed. The motto of this show for the next two weeks while the Eastern Conference Finals are going on are simply this. Bleep Boston. <laughs> Bleep Boston. Oh, uh, yeah. Janet. When was the first time you saw Janet Janet? Janet Jackson. Janet Janet. You mean like the first time I ever really saw her or the first time I saw her in concert? No. At, at, first time you ever saw her anywhere, on a screen or whatever. 
I feel like the first time was on Good Times. Yep, Penny from Good Times. Yeah, right. And then what was the other show? Um, uh, oh, man, Willis and Arnold. Uh, what are you talking about? Different Willis? Strokes. Yeah, Different Strokes. She was on there. I think she was probably there first, and then, then she ended up getting a, re- a recurring role on Good Times. Oh, really? I, I believe that was the case. I could be wrong about that, but yeah. No, you're right. They talked about it on her documentary, which oh, was really, really good. Yeah, because she was little on, yeah. uh, on di- like much smaller, I believe, on, di- on Different Strokes. Yeah. I thought, I would have just thought that uh, Good Times preceded Different Strokes. No, no. They're around the same time, the two mm-hmm. shows. Yeah. In the meantime, she's only 55 today, Janet Jackson. So Janet Jackson, back in those days of those shows, how old do you think she was? 12, 11, 12, 13 yeah, years yeah, old? Yeah, right? absolutely. Like so, that young, yeah. So I'm like probably 9, 10, 11 in that range, whatever, right. 8, 9, 10. Yeah. Right? What, what were you doing during those times? I was sitting there watching Janet thinking to myself, I want to be on that show. I want to be Arnold. Yeah. You know, I want to say, what you talking about, Willis? Yeah. You know, that's me. Or I wanted to say, uh, Dynamite. I mean, yeah. any of those guys. Yeah. J.J. Walker, you know? Yeah. So... The fact that Janet Jackson has been like part of our lives for the last, call it, 45 years? Easily, yeah. And she's only 55. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, people have literally... There are a lot of people like that, but not a lot, but uh, a decent number of people that have just grown up in front of us. Yeah. Yeah. And sports is that way, too, for that matter. I mean, there's probably a lot of guys... I mean, may he rest in peace. Kobe grew up in front of everyone here in Los Angeles. He was eight, 17, 18 years old when he got yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess I guess if we're really thinking about it like that, I mean, LeBron has literally grown up... Oh, in, in front in of the, the public eye. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I he mean, was in high school when we saw right. him playing. 20 years. Right? On ESPN. So, like, yeah. he was in high school playing games. Right. So. Yeah, so yeah, you're right. I mean, it's hard. Tiger Woods, there's a lot of those guys, you know, and if Serena and Venus Williams, there's a lot of people that not not a lot. Again, I hate doing that, so I shouldn't say that because it's actually Millions. an exclusive club. Millions, um, really. but there's a handful or more, or a dozen, or whatever you want to say, of athletes, particularly that have done that. And for me, like the most impressive thing about whether it's LeBron or you know Tiger, you know, obviously Tiger's had his, his issues, but I'm saying like uh, Serena, LeBron, right, like Venus. You know, for the most part, I mean, the, what's the worst thing LeBron's ever done? You know, what a career. I mean, right to, to be to live this life. The, the decision is that years? the worst thing people no, viewed with LeBron. Like, I think it is. I mean, well, you of course definitely. Yeah, think but it that's is. just a sports. <laughs> thing. Well, he has, yeah, that, he hasn't like he, done anything. Like you never hear about him doing anything scandalous. Yeah, or, Serena either, for that yeah. matter. You know, uh, nope, so, but but that the scandalous part is what made Tiger more human than ever before. Same with fair, a guy like Lance Armstrong. You know, fair. I mean, these guys were like untouchables in their sport for a long time, yeah. but once they had real human problems, they became humanized. Yeah. Um, look, you know, Alex Rodriguez was one of those guys. We knew him when he was in high school. Too. He was the first high school athlete to get a million dollars, right, when he was drafted. And, you know, he's had his ups and downs, to your point. And I, I feel like people like him more now th- than they ever did when he was, like, a player. Because when totally. he was a player, people really disliked him. I mean, now it's totally more like right. half and half. But, I mean, I, I think there's plenty of people that are like, oh, A-Rod kind of interesting, you know, and fun. And I, I think the fact that A-Rod is now a big TV star tells you that – for all the question marks you may have had about him during his playing career, yeah, um, he has long persevered over any of those sorts of things. Now, let me ask you, know, you a question. He, he fell asleep at that Suns game. And by the way, I don't blame him because that thing was a complete unmitigated disaster. Come on, just explain this to me, Mr. I'm in the league and you're not in the league. You mean to tell me in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference semis the Celtics are going to beat the Bucks 109-81 and in the Western Conference... The Mavericks are going to blow out the Suns by... Come on, two so let me explain something to you. Sevens? Let me explain something to you. I mean, that happens sometimes. Game sevens are weird. Um, hence why they don't happen all that often. But, but I feel like they're usually like extremely 
really competitive. I've never seen such a mm. blowout in a, in a game seven. Two of them. Not like that. No, I've seen blowouts, but not like the one in uh, in in Phoenix. That one is somewhat. Uh, I mean, the the worst. I actually have the numbers here. The worst game seven blowouts. If you give me a minute, I can find it because I had it a second ago. Hold on, dude. Your googling skills and your the, the ability to Google while simultaneously like just chat a little bit enough. Uh, multitasking, impressive. I like it. Yeah, you know, I do. I right on that. I know, know, and that's why when you guys tell me to Google stuff, you're like, just Google it. I'm like. No, yeah. it was so, a good idea. Somebody else can Google it. Worst game seven losses in NBA history. I'm going to go back in chronological order, okay? St. Louis Bombers to the Philadelphia Warriors by 39 in 1948. The Suns to the Lakers, a 35-point game. Um, Suns lost to the Lakers by 35 in 1970. That was the Jerry West team. Uh, Rockets to the Mavs by 40 in 2005. Lakers then lost to the Suns by 31 in 2006. That was the game, the game Kobe... Um, was not thrilled with the organization. If you recall, he didn't want to shoot mm-hmm. in that particular mm-hmm. game. Uh, Hawks and Celtics in 2008. Hawks lost to the Celtics by 34. That was the Celtics team that won the championship in 2008. And the Hornets to the Heat by 33 in 2016. Yesterday, uh, they lost by 33. So they were uh, they were the next team and also by 33 points. So, But just two blowouts in Game 7. Like, I actually made my Sunday. I'm like, hey, look, I'm going to really spend some time on Sunday afternoon. I'm going to get a little couch time in here and watch the Bucks and the Celtics, and then I'm going to watch the Mavericks and the Suns, and both of these games were sleepers. These are nap games. Yeah, so my point is Alex Rodriguez falling asleep at the Phoenix game is not really all that surprising. Now, what I would add is this. Now, Lindsay asked me, a, a, I think, a very fair question about falling asleep at a game. Yeah, I said, like, are you somebody who could fall asleep at a game? It just oh, depends. I fall asleep at a game. Easy. It, it depends, okay? So if I've been, let's say... I've got to fly to a game and I'm flying across the country or something and I'm up at like dawn flying to get to this game and I had a bad night's sleep already and maybe I'm in a couple of nights of bad sleep. Maybe I've had too much to drink on a few of those nights. I'm not saying like this hasn't actually happened, but maybe it has <laughs> yeah, I happened. Was say. Yeah, that, I didn't know if you were talking about yourself or A-Rod. Yeah, yeah. The that night maybe I've not fallen asleep, but I'm like, I can fall asleep if this game is this boring. Like, there's that. And if you're A-Rod, now you're on, you know, the PJ, flying across the country. You know what I mean? Hanging out with yeah, his new girlfriend, to too. Yeah, he's got to deal with what some one of the jet companies. Yeah, like he's Jets or something him. like that, yeah, or one of those. Yeah. Right, right. So he's flying across the country on the PJ. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, he's being A-Rod. You know, he's, he's doing gallivanting across the country, doing his thing. He's got business stuff to do, too. You know, he's got A-Rod Corp or whatever. So he gets to the game. The, you know, he's probably on a couple hours of sleep, game's a snoozer, and he took a little snooze. I just like the fact that he was caught, you know what I mean? Cause, yeah. I mean, let's face it. There are a lot of other places that people could be pushing their cameras to, and they're like, hey, look, there's A-Rod. Oh, my God, wait a second. Is that A-Rod? Is he... Wait a second, is he sleeping? Yeah, he's sleeping. This game sucks, man. Yeah, but I this game feel is like boring. It, an NBA game, they're so loud. Like they it's are loud. crazy it is loud. loud. Yeah. And even even so much where like some some of the places you feel like the floor vibrating, it's so loud. Like I'm I remember being a little kid and going to games with my baseball games with my dad, where like he may have fallen asleep once or twice during an extra innings game, but that's baseball at nighttime, probably, you know, ten, eleven o'clock at night. I just feel like it's kinda loud to be falling asleep at an NBA game. Not easy. I mean, there's a lot of pyrotechnics and a lot of music. Could you, Cap? Like, could you sleep with all that noise going on? I, I really, I believe I'm capable of literally sleeping anywhere. I think You're I can sleep You're one of the anywhere. lucky ones. Yeah. Like, I go on a plane and people are like, ah, I can't sleep on a plane. I'm like, see ya. Oh, I I'll see, when we, I'll see when we land. 
I usually like deprive myself of sleep the night before so I can sleep on the plane. No, 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 not me, man. I need to try to sleep. Like I, I mean, granted, depending on the situation, I do it. Like I just fly and I go and I go where I gotta go. But I prefer to try to sleep well before I get on the plane. Do you wish- bring like a neck pillow and stuff, or are you just, no, you're not I'm not one of those no neck pillow. Yeah. I know people walk around the airport; they got that neck pillow on. I just My kids th- have them. They I are game them. changer. So I, I, I had one once for a while, but then it's like, where do I store it? Like, you know, it doesn't right. always fit in my backpack. Yeah. It's just like, you know, it's like I a got total to, headache. But like, it is, it is good though. I will say, whoever came up with the neck pillow, great idea. pillow for flying. Yeah. It's really brilliant because, like, my problem is, is like I put my head straight down, then my neck hurts, or my left shoulder starts to really hurt. Like, if anybody really cares, I yeah. mean, about my left shoulder. But anyway, the point is, those neck pillows are brilliant. Yeah, no, they are. But here's the thing: it's just like again, I don't have that kind of, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, look, I'm like George Clooney in the movie Up in the Air. Yeah, just gone. Where I'm like packing super efficiently. Yeah, like I every that. square inch of my backpack right. and my check in and my suitcase is co- is co- my luggage is completely spoken for. Right. There is check, not checking in. Checking no in. Checking. Get the Checking's for out of here. Okay, checking like, is for amateurs. It's true. Wait, no do doubt. you do you roll your clothes? Because I do that. And oh, absolutely. Okay, because my I did that in Disney, and my brother in law was like. Who taught you how to pack like that? And I was you know, like, oh, the military? TikTok. And that's what he said because he's in the army. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you know, that's an old army trick. And I was like, it's very efficient. I could fit twice as much stuff in my suitcase yeah. by rolling. A hundred percent. So I'm going on the road for 12 days, perhaps, if these series go seven games in the Western Conference. And all right, I'd have to check a bag. I'm sorry. But at that point, 12 days, I got to check. No, no, no. You do laundry. Uh, so I've got a I bought like an like a, what, I have like a suit garment bag, but it usually only fits like one or two suits. This one fits like five. Okay, which really means I can fit like six or seven if I really wanted to. Okay, so I got one of those things. Right. And then, you know, that's fit some shoes, too, and whatnot or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I got to mix and match. You know what I mean? Like, you know, for 12, I got seven games potentially. So I'll probably bring like four or five jackets and then like, you know, a couple different colors of pants or whatever. Mix and match. We won't judge you, by the way, if we see you wear the same jacket, which is why if you wear a black jacket or a navy blue jacket, George, we won't know the difference. So take two. But wait, I was going to say, do you dress as fancy and as, as conscientious yes. for radio? Yes, the reason is because when I do the post-game interview for radio, it's going to air on SportsCenter oh. and all the digital properties. Mm-hmm. Okay. Plus, you still got to look like a pro's pro. Just Correct, I can't, radio. Yeah. I, yeah, you I can't just go in jeans and a t-shirt well, no, no, and a I pair know of that, sneakers. But you know? I thought maybe you could repeat once or twice, but I get it, I get it. Yeah. So because of that, I got to go. So I got that, and then I got my backpack, which I have here, which I will then pack with actual stuff. Um, and then I've got one 21 inch carry on. And between that, that will get me through because I know how to pack efficiently. Time out. That is efficient. That's pretty damn good for 12 days. If that were to happen, I mean, I went up to Boise, Idaho Friday night for just about 12 hours and I had a backpack. And in that backpack, there's a pair of jeans, there's a hoodie, there's a, there's a, a puffy coat. There's a hat. I can, I can, I, I can live off two or three days just off a backpack. Wait, do you have, what kind of suitcase do you have? Because that's also important. Do you have the hard luggage or soft? Um, it is, uh, the one I got was soft. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. soft expands and contracts. Well, yeah. I will say that I've always been like team soft luggage mm-hmm. until I had really, really nice luggage because I use it a lot. Um, I bought one of those Away suitcases. Yeah. It's the best invention ever. They're What's pricey. An away suitcase? Well, it's a brand and they're like those hard-sided um, suitcases. Yeah. Yeah. But the way that they make them and they have like the, these little zippers and pecking cubes in them it's it's amazing and i fit so much stuff in that thing. you know what's amazing too we were Tell just me. talking about era falling asleep at the suns game now did you see the suns put out a statement 
about A-Rod falling asleep no, at their no, game? No, 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 no. Oh, because I mean, could you imagine the PR department? They're like, hey, uh, on behalf of the Suns, we're sorry that our game sucks so bad well, that A-Rod fell close asleep. Close enough. I, they basically put out a PR statement because their team got beat so bad. Like, mm-hmm. let me read this to you real quick. Hold on, hold on. I want to actually, you know what? I'm going to pull up on my phone because it's going to be bigger. And I we're sorry read. for sucking. It was so bad. It was kind of like that. Yeah, it was a little bit like that. Fell asleep. Yeah, it, it was a little like that. Like, I was, I'm stunned this thing got sent in the last hour. What's he doing there, by the way? Doesn't Isn't he an owner of, like, the Minnesota Timberwolves? He's a minority owner at the moment, yes. Mm-hmm. So today is a new day for the Phoenix Suns fans. The work on the next season is already underway as employees, fans, partners, and uh, PayPal six-man members of the Phoenix Suns, you should be proud of what you helped uh, this team and our organization accomplish. For three straight seasons, we have been raising the bar on the expectations and the accomplishments that wouldn't have been possible without the credible support from the best fans in the NBA and some of who have been with us since the start in 1968. With greater success and expectations comes deeper disappointment. That's natural. Just know we all share in it, and our organization won't be satisfied until we bring home an NBA championship to the Valley. Uh, we're all in this together. We win together. We lose together. We fight together. And the only way we get better is together. Thank you for supporting us. And we look ahead to the start of a new chapter. That's Dude, unbelievable. Th- no, that's that unbelievable. is wild that they that put is, out a statement. Like well, that. first of all, to do it in under 24 hours, that first of all, that's dumb. Okay. Like the, the, the wounds are still open. Okay. You don't need to pour any salt in it. But number two, to have this like apologetic-y kind of tone, like, hey, we're all in this thing together, everybody. Um, no, you guys went out yesterday, and in Game 7, you laid a complete egg. And we feel like we're actually going backwards now rather than going forwards based on the results of last year versus this year. That That is bizarre to me. Gosh, who sat around and wrote that all day? Uh, somebody in their PR staff. So National Piercing Day. Now, Lindsay hates this song. I actually kind of like it. From I love ba- this song. Back reminds me of like my childhood. Yeah. But I mean, I'm, I was probably like five or six years old when this song came out. So I remember like my brothers and sisters playing the song a ton when I was little. Dude, I remember the video and loving this song. I don't really know why. I guess it was the scratchy voice. Yeah. What's the, the video the, like, Cap? It's kind of like she's wearing like a long trench coat and she's kind of got this bluish lit background, which is kind of cool. I need to You're, look it up now. Yeah. You know, take a look at it. I found it very annoying because, you know, my mom listened to a lot of, like, the soft rock music, this mm-hmm. exact type of music. It's yacht rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't like know the... if I'd call this yacht rock. Kind of. Mm, I don't know about that. No, well, yacht rock is more like Toto, Africa. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right there. But I feel like this song was on all the time on, like, soft rock 102. Yeah. Although Toto, Africa is a great jam. I don't care what it is. It is a good song. Yeah. Weezer redid it. It's really good. I actually love yacht rock. I just love the genre now. I like that it's got its own name, and I love yacht rock bands. Yeah, I like yacht rock bands who all dress up like they're on a yacht or driving a yacht. I, yeah. I'm, I'm a yacht rock fan. Spear, speaking of piercing, though, when Chris yeah. mentioned that, so my eight year old. Now mm-hmm. I grew up in a Hispanic family, right? So in my, you know, in Hispanic cultures, I mean, they pierce kids' ears like when they're babies. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't care because it's not me. So my wife, she's white. They they didn't pierce her ears until she was until she wanted to get them pierced right when she was older. So my daughter didn't have her ears pierced until recently, and it's like, or I think it's happening like in the, this week or something like that. Well, happy birthday to Aria! Yes, Ooh, thank for you. Her birthday? Happy birthday, Jillian! Yes, yeah, thank you. How about that? Our daughters celebrating birthdays on the same day, yes. twelve years apart. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Um. So, so that's so it's so funny because like all my, when she was little though all like the Cuban women in my family and you know not just Cuban women because there's a lot of women from a lot of different Hispanic backgrounds in my family like you know from marriage and whatnot. Um. They were all like, ¿Y los haretes? 
You know, like, and the earrings. And mm-hmm. it's just like, nah, man, that's my wife's thing. Like, I'm not dealing with that. What are you asking me for? I don't care. I don't got an earring, so we're good. Dude, my kids have been all earringed out. The thing is, is this, and, and my daughter came home the other day and she told me she got a couple of new ones. I'm like, where the hell do you have space on your ears for more earrings? I want to tell you something. I love nose rings. Okay, I don't know about how everybody else feels about a nose ring. I love a little hoop nose ring. You know, ring. I do have a hoop nose ring, right? You have seen me in person, Cap. Yeah, I love it. Oh, I think thanks. it's great. And I and I really, really, really love a little teeny tiny diamond, like something super subtle that you can almost barely see. I love a nose ring. I will tell you, George, I like a belly button ring, okay? Not on me, necessarily, or any of my guy friends. No, you should get one. Can you get one for the show, just no, for the bit? No, I'm not getting a belly button. Oh. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Mm. I could actually pierce your belly button cap because I was telling Sedano when She we knows were talking, how to pierce, yeah. Yeah, I pierced my own belly button. I pierced, like, half of my friends, both my sister's belly buttons. I even pierced my own tongue when I was in high school. Really? Took that out after, like, a year because, you know, that's, like, a trashy thing. That was a weird trend, but, you know, nonetheless, I still did it. I don't like, let me tell you the earrings I don't like. Guys who have those like big, long, circular earrings that when they eventually take them out, their earlobe is touching their shoulder. You know what I'm talking about? Gauges. What are they called? Gauges? Is that, I don't know if that's what they're yeah. called. Yes, or not. that's what they're called, yes. But when I see people wearing these things, I look at everybody, I'm like, what are you doing to your ears, man? Like, I love a nose ring. I love that my daughter's got their ears all pierced up and looking cool. It's those long earring thingies that you guys just said. That when you take them out and your earlobe just hangs forever, like that to me, I don't like that. Mm. Do you like Michael Jordan's hoop earring? Um, sure, I like Michael Jordan's hoop. I can go with that. I had an earring. Did you ever have an earring, George? I did not, no. Never in your life, never you one You had time. an earring, Cap? No. Oh, Cap definitely had an earring. Of course I did. It yeah. was like the late 80s. Can you send a picture, please? I don't think I can. <laughs> Come on, I want to see. There's got to be a picture somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. There's the late 80s. Okay, with the point. what do we got to do to get you to pierce point. your belly button, though? <laughs> <laughs> like what? What? What needs to happen? How, I don't know. Probably a lot of tequila to... mandala. I'll tell you that right now. Another bottle? Of te- I can make that happen. No, it no, doesn't not hurt that bottle. bad. It's gonna. It probably need one. How Pierce, about a, piercing how about my a, ears how, hurt worse. How about like two bottles of tequila mandala? No, I don't want the bottles, George. I'm saying I'm gonna have to consume them. No, mandala. I know, but that's fine. But I'll give you those two. Listen, um, belly button rings are sexy on girls, not on me. Why not? I know a guy who has his belly button pierced. Yeah, and? He also has a, a sun tattoo around his belly button. There you go. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a thing for a minute. Steal my sunshine. Yeah. We could play that song while you get, uh, yeah. you get, you can get a sunshine tattoo on your, uh, on your belly button. That's a good jam. Yeah. I'm just not into any of the piercings that are outside of, like, earrings and nose rings. I mean, I'm not into the uh, other belly button, but, like, any sort of, like, you know, lower region. Does Rachel have a belly button ring? No, she doesn't. Oh. She doesn't. It's unfortunate. No, maybe unfortunate. Get, maybe I should get her one. Yeah. I was going to say, have you, have you asked her if she, like, hey, you should get one? Yeah. I haven't asked her that. Yeah. She'd probably look at me and go, yeah, if I were 21, I'd get they're one. They're back but. in style again. They are? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're hot. I'm telling you right now, they're hot. If you got the right belly button, a belly button ring is sexy. AF. I feel like I could pick out, based on, like, some of, just knowing you for however long I've known you, I feel like I could pick out, like, your exact idea of, like, what you think is, like, so hot on a woman. Okay. I feel like I, I feel like I could like nail that. Okay, and go ahead, go do it there. right now. I mean, like I need to think of somebody famous, like a famous comparison. Okay, take your time yeah, and come back to us on it, that. Yeah. All right, real quick. So, Cap. Yeah. Uh, Bleep Boston is our is our motto for the next two weeks, right? So here's the thing: everyone is on this Boston bandwagon. It really is pretty. I you know I always forget, right? 
Like, because everyone just assumes that it's just like Bill Simmons. Like, you know, he's like the most famous Celtics fan, right, in media. And you forget there's a lot of Celtics people in sports media. Like, a lot of them. Now, first of all, I mean, if you go way back, obviously, there used to be a ton of the old school, right? Bob Ryan, Jackie McMullen, all my colleagues and friends and I like. But, you know, there was, they were, they were the kind of the original in, you know, iteration of the Boston media. But there's a lot of, like, sneaky Boston media. In, in the NBA media. So it's like you kind of forget and you start to see it now as all these series predictions start to come out and it's like overwhelmingly like Boston. Mm. Um, you forget because much like the Lakers on this side of the country, there's a lot of Celtics fans because much like the Lakers, there was a lot of uh, winning being done in Boston. Now, most of that was done before I was born and you were born. But nonetheless, there was a lot of winning and tradition, let's call it. But it is funny to see, but I, I think that everyone should be on board with whoever, whatever it takes, whoever it is, just root against the Celtics right now. Are all these Boston media types that you're referencing, are they all as annoying as Boston fans are? No, I mean... They're less annoying. Yeah, because, I mean... Because no. there's a level of professionalism correct, to their annoying... Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, correct. And by the way, I think that all those people are also willing to rip their team too right maybe boston fans are as well i mean you know they're, they're pretty mean to their team too but it's like this weird kind of relationship where it's like they get real loud when they're there but meanwhile they've been these two teams have represented the eastern conference more than anyone in the conference finals over the last you know 10 12 15 years whatever it's been and i, I you know in the conference finals boston is number one in this particular matchup now they have the more talented players at the top but I don't know if they win this series. Like, I'm not picking them to win this series. Well, well yeah, I mean, but everybody knows where you're from. No, Listen. but I would tell you this. If it would have yeah. been Milwaukee, I would have picked Milwaukee to beat the Heat, especially because I would have thought Chris Middleton would have been healthy. Well, I'm I'm all in on the Heat right now. Um, and, and listen, it's because I root against everything Boston. Um, I became a much bigger Tom Brady fan when he went to Tampa than when he was with the Patriots. Yeah. I am not a Bruins fan, a Celtics fan, a Patriots fan, a Red Sox fan. And mostly, if you've ever been to the Boston airport, when you leave and you're going through security in Boston, they have to remind you how many championships they've won in every sport. It's like that one last little slap to everybody leaving that city who's not from there. Like, look at all these right here. World Series, NBA, NHL, right here. All of them. And so I'm not a Boston fan for anything. So I want to see the Celtics lose, and I want to see the Heat win. So, again, what is the motto this week, Cap? Bleep Boston.